Welcome to A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends. We share good news and godly wisdom to empower you to be salt and light in every season of life. What does it take for a breakthrough in our lives? In this episode, Doug shares and explains keys in Scripture of what brings God's breakthrough when there seems to be human impossibilities. It's time to possess the land of God's promises. As you listen, consider what decisions are before you. When you can, write them down and ask God to give you His perspective for each situation. Commit to doing what furthers His purposes, even if that appears to be at the expense of your own. In the long run, you will reap a reward that far outweighs the personal cost. If we can pray for you as you seek God's will, just email your request at prayer at somebodycares.org. We would be honored to lift you up in prayer. After this episode, check out our show notes on your favorite streaming platform and visit a wordinseasonpodcast.org to download a free 30-day devotion that will encourage you to draw closer to the Lord. If you cleaned anything from this podcast, consider paying it forward with a gift at somebodycares.org. Now let's join our host, Doug Stringer. Well, here we are into 2022. Wow, where did 2020 and 2021 go? These last two years have been like a big fog. So many things that have really brought a lot of frustration, a lot of things we did not expect, unexpected detours, and obviously a lot of heartache for a lot of people. Towards the end of 2021, I was thinking about the importance that it's time for us to not just look across the River Jordan, so to speak, it's time to literally possess the land of the promises of God. And it's hard to see when we've been through so much already in this journey of the wilderness and challenges and obstacles, disappointments, disillusionments, distractions. And yet at the same time, I'm reminded that God's word is true and that we need to focus on the promises of God and his original intent for us to possess the land of promise. So even towards the end of 2021, as I was sharing with our ministry team and back during our global summit, I believe it was time to possess the land. It's time to begin to look at what are those things that God's been saying. On the last day of 2021, on December 31st, I was sitting on my back porch and I was just pondering and I just began to think as I was having my coffee and having some devotional time, I began to think, God, I need a breakthrough. And then I realized we all need a breakthrough. We've got to get a divine breakthrough from God. And so I've been processing that. It's time to cross over the Jordan. It's time to possess the land of God's promises for breakthroughs. We need supernatural expansion that comes through divine intervention. And so as I was thinking about that, my personal challenges and frustrations, thinking, God, I need a breakthrough, then we need a breakthrough. The body of Christ needs a breakthrough if we're going to see change in the midst of all the difficulties people have been through. So as I was processing all these thoughts and emotions, I began to continue to think, Lord, okay, so I need a breakthrough and we need a breakthrough. What is your promises to us? What's in your word that we need right now? Because I believe many are sensing the need for the breakthrough. A couple of scriptures immediately came to my mind. One was, of course, in Psalm 73, when David was talking about the optics of the time in which he was living, looking around and seeing how the wicked, how the unjust, and how so many others seem to be prospering, that not those who were serving God in righteousness, but it seemed like everybody seemed to be going their way and doing their own thing and seeming to prosper while God's people were going through difficulties. But then he goes on as he's processing, thinking out loud, as I call it. He was thinking it out loud, talking to God, talking to himself. 
He begins a transition when he comes to the realization that the Lord is still on the throne. And here's some of the words he said in Psalm 73, verse 21 through 26. He said, My heart was grieved, and I was vexed in my mind. Nevertheless, I am continually with you, O God. You hold me by your right hand. You will guide me with your counsel, and afterward receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Wow, that really resonated with me because at times thinking about what's going on in the world, my heart is grieved and, and I really am vexed in my mind at times just processing the, in the internal conflict of seeing what's going on and seeing the divisiveness and the challenges. But nevertheless, I know this one thing, that God is with us and He does hold us by His right hand. He guides us. In fact, one of my prayers have been when I don't understand what's going on, I say, Lord, would you just take me by the hand and lead me? Lead me through the doors you want me to go through. Shut the doors you want closed. Lead me, Lord. I need you to lead me in the ways of righteousness for your namesake, because I know ultimately we have glory. We have the promise of an eternal glory with God. So who do we have? In heaven, but God, and all the things that are on the earth, there's none even on the earth that we have more or besides the Lord Himself. So, yes, at times my flesh and my heart may fail, I may become disheartened, but I know God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Another scripture that immediately came to my mind on that December 31st of 2021 was a scripture that I've taught on before, I've heard taught on before, and I went to 2 Samuel chapter 5. It's where King David actually inquires of the Lord or is talking to God, is praying to God in it. And that's something I really began to ponder, the importance of what does it take for breakthroughs? What does it take for divine breakthroughs or divine intervention by God for supernatural expansion in the kingdom or in our lives? So I went to verse 19 of 2 Samuel chapter 5 to reread a scripture. And here it is where David's inquiring of the Lord. And for us, that's to inquire of God. Even as I was sitting on that porch, I'm inquiring of God. And he says, shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. Many times we look at our circumstances and we think how overwhelming they may be. And we don't even want to take a step of faith. We don't even want to try. In fact, while I was pondering these scriptures and sharing with my wife later and actually talking to some of my staff, talked about the importance of us really seeking the Lord for breakthrough. And what is it we see in scripture that brings breakthroughs, God's breakthrough, where there seems to be human impossibility? Obviously, one is prayer, and that's what King David is doing, he's inquiring of the Lord. Another is praise. We see throughout scripture that the tribe of Judah went before the battle. There was a place of where thanksgiving and gratitude, this place of praise going into the unknown, but knowing God has gone before us. There's something about the breakthroughs that happen when we pray and we praise. And a third thing we began to ponder is that the importance of of worship or the presence of God that attracts His presence. And there are certain things I shared over the years about what I believe attracts God's presence. But one is for His presence to be with us, it dispels the, the evilness around us. It dispels darkness. It changes our environment, our circumstances. It creates the culture of His presence when we begin to worship Him in spirit and in truth. And then another thing I wrote down and I shared with my wife and, and my, my daughter and some of my staff members uh, via message was that I believe it's a time also for breakthrough 
to live not in fear, but in generosity. There's something about extravagant and radical giving of our time, our talents, and our resources that when everything else seems to be imploding, that we continue to be intentional in our prayer times, in our praising of God, of thanksgiving and gratitude, and of course, uh, restoring the altar of authentic worship for his presence, because in those places, and then the heart of generosity to continue to give of our lives as seed for the soil of souls, I believe are going to be important for the breakthroughs. So after all this, I, I ended up getting a phone call from a pastor and said, Doug, is there any way, I know it's late notice, is there any way you can minister two Sunday services on January 2nd, the first Sunday of 2022? And he said, what has the Lord been speaking to you? And I began to share some of these things. He said, that's exactly what I've been sensing. And he says, in fact, I've been sharing with some of our folks that it's time for supernatural expansion, even through what we've been through. So when I shared with them that I really wanted to share the importance of crossing the Jordan, or it's time to cross the Jordan River, or those things that have kept us the barrier from the promises of God, to possess the land of God's promises for the breakthroughs we need for divine intervention and supernatural expansion. So for the next few weeks, I'm going to actually start unpacking some of the things I shared on that January 2nd and the things I've been pondering the last few months in the latter part of 2021 coming into 2022. And I'll continue to develop and be unpacking these messages as I continue to seek the Lord in times of personal fastedness, prayer, and intercession for individual and corporate breakthroughs from the Lord for you and for me, because God is the master of breakthroughs. Which reminds me, getting back to Second Samuel chapter 5, when David inquired of the Lord, and God says, I will no doubt be with you and deliver you from the Philistines and deliver them into your hand. And so in verse 20 of Second Samuel chapter 5, David went to Baal Perazim. Now hold that word, to a place called Baal Perazim. And David defeated them there, the obstacles, the enemy, the challenges. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like a breakthrough of water. Therefore, he called the name of the place Baal Perazim. Now, Baal Perazim literally means God of the breakthrough. Now, we know this in the midst of all that's going on, what seems humanly impossible. God is the God of breakthrough. When you think about looking at little creeks, if you saw a little creek and you see water or a stream of water and all of a sudden gets plugged up with a bunch of mud or a pile, it begins to back up the water and it, it clogs it up and it backs up into a little pond or, or a large body of water. But if you stick up a stick and poke that pile of mud, it starts out with a little stream going through that mud, through into going into the other part of the stream. But the more you poke it, soon it busts that mud wide open and you get a free flow again. As I shared on January 2nd, I believe God it says in Ezekiel and in Revelation that we seek the Lord from the throne of his mercy and the throne of grace. He sends forth rivers of living water and it brings healing everywhere it goes to and through us. I believe we're in a season where we need that kind of breakthrough, that it's going to take a supernatural intervention of God or divine intervention of God as we continue to worship Him, to praise Him, to thank Him. There's something about praise that gives breakthrough. We praise the Lord through the midst of our circumstances, just like the disciples that were imprisoned, that when they began to praise God in the midst of squalid conditions, being in prison, in jail, 
and they continued to praise God. And literally the earth began to shake and they were set free from that prison. We began to see throughout scripture that wherever there seemed to be human impossibility, obstacles, giants in the way, that when we begin to pray and to praise and to go before the Lord in faith and prayers and thanksgiving and seeking him in authentic worship, that God literally becomes the Baal Perizim, the God of the breakthrough. I was thinking of a friend, and I've shared probably in some podcasts of the past, and I've shared over the years, I had a friend that had been in Vietnam during the underground church times. And in fact, I met him in 1990 with a group of other pastors who had been in prison many times simply for their faith in Christ. And I remember one time that uh, he had been in house arrest after he'd been let out of prison camp and after being in solitary confinement. And uh, his two daughters I had met in 1990, they were little girls and they grew up and somehow they were able to get over to, to the United States and went off to Dallas Baptist University and Christ for the Nations uh, Bible Institute. When they were graduating, he just longed to see his daughters graduate. So his wife uh, was able to come to America to see the daughters, but they, they wouldn't let him leave Vietnam. Now, at that time, he had probably about 25,000 church members or underground church members in a in-house church movement. But he ended up walking out of Vietnam into other countries and finally found himself on a flight from, I think, Thailand to Dallas to see his daughters. And after that, he and his wife decided to come see me in Houston. It had been quite some time since we saw each other. And we're sitting in my office in Houston and he says, yes, there's a warrant for my arrest. And, and when I get back, I'm sure I'll go to prison again for a period of time. And, but the church will continue to grow. And I said, Pastor, and I, I won't mention his name here. I said, Pastor, why would you go back? You and your wife and your daughters are here. You don't need to go back. You don't have to go back to prison. And he looked at me and he said, Doug, if I don't go back, the church will become discouraged and will not grow. But when I go back and when I'm arrested and when I'm put in jail again, the church will still be encouraged and they will still grow. And it reminded me of Philippians when uh, Paul, the Apostle Paul said, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And I'm, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm looking at a modern day apostle who understands that no matter what, there is an eternity before us and souls are at stake and lives are at stake. When I think about that, I think about even how he saw the master of the breakthrough, even in the midst of what seemed to be impossible circumstances. And he did go back. He was arrested. And thank God he, they released him into house arrest. And, and now he and his wife still continue to, to serve the churches of Vietnam. And I see so many other friends of mine in Vietnam as well, the, the same. They continue to be faithful with uncompromised to the word of God, no matter what pressures may come their way. And we see this all over the world. This is just one example of many unsung heroes unknown warriors or or champions of the faith that, you know, we get to read about a lot of things and people write books and publish in America. But what about so many heroes around the world and in times past and history past that have given their lives, made the sacrifices to love God and to love people that maybe you've never read about or maybe I've never read about. And that's why I'm always searching for these unsung heroes and looking for these hidden treasures in the kingdom. So God is our master of breakthroughs. And I believe as we unpack it the next few weeks and as I share more and more, and I'll probably do something here in Houston as I end our time of fastedness and corporate fasting to really call the church together as we talk about and unpack more 
about how to cross over the Jordan, how to possess the land of the promises of God, how to begin to set ourselves in order for the master of breakthroughs to penetrate every blockage, every obstacle, so we might have divine intervention and supernatural expansion. Those are just a few of the thoughts that I had, and I won't go into all of it right now because I do believe it's important for us to continue to praise God because there's something about thanksgiving. And of course, walk in simple obedience because we're the living worshipers and intercession because breakthrough comes from simple obedience to God, but also it comes in our place of being quiet before God. And that's another thing I shared and I won't share today, but you can go to the book of Joshua and look about the story about when they walked around the walls of Jericho. Once each day, this Jericho walls were so thick, so huge, it was humanly impossible to penetrate, to get through. But God spoke to his people, to Joshua, to walk around the walls one time each day for six days in total silence. Can you imagine? Don't say a word. And the people on the wall and probably inside the city are going, what are those weirdos doing? But they weren't looking at the circumstance. They just simply obeyed God in quietness and silence and walked around once each day for six days. And on the seventh day, they walked around in silence seven times. And then after the seventh time around on the seventh day, they did a victory shout and the walls came tumbling down. Again, human impossibility, but God brought a breakthrough by divine intervention for supernatural expansion. And I believe that's what God wants to do for all of us. And I, I had some examples I shared the other day. I'll share the simple one. Back in the 80s, I would go to these rock concerts, not because I was against the band, so to speak, although they were singing songs that were pretty demonic. But I took a, a band of 150 or so young people, as I was a young person back then, and we'd walk around the places where the Summit or the Compact Center or even around uh, the Coliseum. We'd walk around each day, once each day for seven, for six days. On the seventh day, just before the concert started, we began to walk around and we'd go around seven times. And it was the funniest thing. We put praise dancers ahead of us. And they'd go dancing in silence in front of us, kind of like the tribe of Judah. And uh, we were just in our pure innocence before God. We didn't know anybody. We said, hey, the Bible says it. Let's do it. And uh, they went out before us and we began just to walk in silence. And after the seventh time on the seventh day during the rock concerts, all these people thought we were weirdos. And then we gather at the very end of the seventh time around and we gather in a large group in front of these rock concert halls and, and we begin just to worship God in silence with an acoustical guitar or sometimes a cappella, And we just began to sing. And people that had been watching us and us saying nothing would then begin to come out of the concert out of curiosity to mingle amongst us to see what are you weirdos doing? And the amazing testimonies of so many people coming to Christ in that period of time. And we also felt to do the same thing back in the 80s where we actually got a caravan of buses and cars. And for the first six days, we, we drove around the city of Houston about 50 miles around. And the 610 loop, I think, is about 50 miles. And we drive around once each day for six days. And on the seventh day, in buses and cars and a caravan of people, and we just began to drive around the city seven times. And after the seventh time, we gathered at a church, had a corporate gathering of prayer and worship, had a shout of victory. And to our amazement, even in the local news in the next few days, and no one else may knew, but we knew that we were seeking the Lord for His breakthrough. And we began to see some incredible things happen, not just in our city, but across the region, I believe as a result of that place of obedience to God in prayer. So we'll unpack more of this in the next few weeks, but I really believe that God wants to encourage you. It's time to cross 
the barrier, cross the Jordan River, so to speak. It's time to possess the land of God's promises because we need breakthroughs. The master of the breakthrough is the one that will break forth every barrier for us with divine intervention for supernatural expansion. We hope you enjoyed this episode of A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends and ask you to prayerfully consider supporting the ministry at somebodycares.org or by texting your donation amount to 805-422-7348. Please join us again for A Word in Season with Doug Stringer and Friends.